Hello, hello, let's go! It's your man Flip Mozzie, and thank you for spending 15 minutes with me today. We're here in the championship round of the NFL playoffs. Our Minnesota Vikings are not. A 10-27 beating by the San Francisco 49ers. Tough game. I bet y'all thought I would tuck and run as our Vikings spiral into hopelessness, but I'm here, I'm fresh, and as always, I'm gonna tell it like it is. San Francisco healthy, rested, elite. D. Ford, Quan Alexander back, but San Francisco looked fresh all game. That was the most apparent thing in the trenches. They were able to run the ball at will at 1.8 straight runs on one of their three touchdown drives. Our Vikings couldn't take advantage early. They were in that game. They rattled Jimmy Garoppolo early on. Daniil Hunter beating Mike McGlinchey on back-to-back -back plays, forcing some lucky throws, beating Mike McGlinchey on a speed move to get a sack, giving the ball back to our offense. But the offense wasn't up to snuff. They go three and out with a first down sack, they run it twice. They ran so much this game, even though it wasn't working. Even later on, when Eric Kendricks forced the interception, got our Vikings the ball back on the San Francisco 29, they couldn't score a touchdown. Another sack on third and 11. After that, it was over. Kyle Shanahan attacked Minnesota's defense perfectly. With the lead and a struggling quarterback, Shanahan leaned on the run game. His guards beat our defensive tackles. His heavy sets with George Kittle blocking. They beat our defensive ends. His running back rotation with fresh legs. Tevin Coleman, Raheem Mostert, and Matt Breida. They broke Eric Wilson tackles with ease. 47 carries for 186 yards with Coleman leading the way. Jimmy G passed for just 131 yards. A 58% completion rate and the Niners still won easily. Losing the trenches meant no run game, no screen game, and no hope for the offense. Dalvin Cook generated 26 yards on 17 touches. That's 1.5 yards per touch for our star backfield check. With no threat from the running back, we've seen this story before. Kirk forced to pass with an OL forced to pass block. They can't get it done. By the fourth quarter, the Kevin Stefanski offense was completely solved. They didn't even try to get back in the game. No innovation, no aggressiveness, again, no hope. A loss that provided no answers. Vikings fans deserve to be frustrated after that one. But the mistake here is to use that one game to shape the entire outlook on the 2019 season. That bitter taste right now, it will fade. That all said, there are takeaways for the entire season, symptoms which we saw on Saturday that proved the illnesses of the entire team. The offense wasn't creative or aggressive enough. We saw it in Chicago, in Kansas City, in both games against the Green Bay Packers. The hope was that at full strength, with Cook and Adam Thielen back healthy, they could threaten more, open things up. Nope, that didn't happen. The offense has a weak offensive line with an immobile quarterback. 
great defensive lines tore this offense to shreds. With Kirk not known for his quick release, the offense relied on screens to keep pass rushers honest. Sometimes that worked, but not enough, and there was little hope on non-play action straight dropbacks. Kirk's lack of mobility and pocket presence, both early and late in his drop, is a huge weakness magnified by the interior offensive line. Here's the take on this. We should remember Kirk's fumbling issue early on in his career. Cousins, this year, went out of his way to decrease those fumbles, and he did it successfully. But with that increased ball security came a willingness to give up on plays earlier. On defense, the secondary needs a refresh. We wondered how far we could go with Xavier Rhodes and Trey Waynes, but were encouraged by Mike Hughes, Mackenzie Alexander, and Holton Hill behind them. Well, in the playoffs, with Hughes and Alexander both out with injuries, we saw what we already knew. The cornerbacks can't hold up, especially if Zimmer isn't blitzing. And up front, while Daniil Hunter and Everson Griffin were great on the edge, the interior... <sighs> Here's the sad truth. An already bad Shamar Stefan had the worst year of his career, according to PFF. And Linval Joseph, the 31-year-old, registered his worst overall PFF grade since 2014. Worst run defense grade since 2012. Fewest amount of pressures, tackles, and run stops ever in Linval Joseph's entire career in 2019. Same story all season long with the Minnesota Vikings. The pass game couldn't carry the offensive loan because they couldn't deal with a good pass rush. They couldn't stop the interior run game. They didn't have good perimeter pass defenders. These four things we knew were true all season long. On top of all the game reactions, the rumor started, and we now know, offensive coordinator Kevin Stefanski introduced as the Cleveland Browns head coach, leaving Minnesota after 14 years with the franchise. The Browns wanted the interim offensive coordinator last year, now they get the full-time offensive coordinator with 21 games under his belt calling plays. Now, I'm really happy and excited for Kevin Stefanski. He deserves a shot to be the head coach. His opening press conference looks like it went very well. In Minnesota, he always managed his ego. He brought in Gary Kubiak and crew and got the most out of this Vikings offense, adjusting the scheme to lean on what his players do best. That alone makes him a guy who might be able to succeed in the NFL. Minnesota finished 10th in DVOA, 10th in passing, 15th in rushing. All improvements from 2018. That doesn't mean we should be afraid that he's gone. Stefanski has all of the potential, none of the certainty given his meteoric rise. And anywhere he goes, there has to be some patience. There are questions on this offense and play calling still. I think the man needs and deserves a long leash as a young head coach. Cleveland signed him to a five-year contract. Now I doubt they give him all five years knowing that franchise. But looking at the Vikings, 
I'm not worried about losing Stefanski. A zone running, play action passing offense can be replicated. It's somewhat common in the NFL right now. It's not new or innovative, and I never saw the second gear I needed to see from Kevin. If I had my preference, obviously I'm keeping the guy. Again, I love what he did here, but his loss should not cause panic. Now, K-Steph isn't the only staff member leaving. Typical for a new head coach to take men from his other stops with him. And Stefanski? Well, the guy is well-liked, and he's only been in Minnesota, so he's bound to take some Vikings coaches. Defensive coordinator George Edwards, his contract is up, and he's set to leave, possibly also going to the Browns. Courtney Cronin also reported some positional coaches, receiver coach Drew Petsing, and defensive backs Jerry Gray are on their way out too. All three coaches, Edwards, Petzing, and Gray, came here with Mike Zimmer in 2014. Their six-year stint ends. Oh, and guess what? The Browns like our front office too. Assistant General Manager Jim Payton, seen as a rising star under Rick Spielman, Cleveland reached out to interview him. The first step in the long road that is the Vikings offseason, build out the new coaching staff. Now these are a lot of coaching changes, but they actually aren't that rare. Just six NFL teams have kept their same staff for the last two years. The Vikings still have Rick Spielman, Mike Zimmer, and Gary Kubiak, the big dogs. Zimmer stated on his Monday press conference that he wants to keep the same scheme in Minnesota. We'll get into the options that let him do that. My key question is, should they keep the same scheme? Well, yes they should. Stability is important and we should know we found what's best for Kirk Cousins. But I'm not sure they should be building around Kirk when he only has one year left on his contract. I'm definitely not sure if Kirk deserves a contract extension. So if the offensive and defensive schemes remain, how does Minnesota improve from 2019? How do they get better blocking, more aggressive play calling, stiffer run defense, better coverage? The answer, pretty obvious, better players. Keep that in mind when the new Vikings hires come in on the coaching staff. These hires will reflect a true big bet on the roster talent of 2020. Most likely hire for defensive coordinator. Right now, it seems to be Adam Zimmer, Mike's son. Adam joined the staff in 2014, the current linebackers coach. And hey, he's got two gems in the Bash brothers, Eric Kendricks and Anthony Barr. Zimmer started coaching in 2006. He won the Super Bowl with New Orleans in 2009. And moving on from that, moving on, he coached Kansas City and Cincinnati. He's a fine option for a defensive coordinator under a defensive coach. But he doesn't compare to Andre Patterson. Patterson is my favorite Vikings positional coach, the defensive line coach who develops players on an unparalleled level. We're talking Daniil Hunter, Ifedi Odenigbo, Stephen Weatherly, and yes, we give him credit for extending the careers. Everson Griffin, Brian Robeson, Patterson is a star. 
leader of the Rushmen, 37 years of coaching experience, 16 of them in the NFL. Why would they choose Adam Zimmer over Patterson? I really don't think it's the father-son thing. I think they're trying to keep Patterson by not promoting him. I think they're sick of losing coaches. I'm not sure if that's smart. I'm not sure if that's even interesting, but it does ensure greater stability, which is one of Zimmer's goals. I'm guessing the same is true on offense, where Gary Kubiak, Rick Dennison, and Gary Sun Clint all could be the new offensive coordinator. Father and son on both sides of the ball is a real possibility. Now Gary and Rick Dennison both have reams of coordinator experience. But remember, Mike Zimmer could have a say in it. Ziggy Wilf could have a say in it. Rick Spielman has a say in it. And so if they want that stability, going with a young offensive coordinator with a good support system might be the route they take. Now let's talk about goals. General Manager Rick Spielman, he's expected to build for both the short and long term. Head Coach Mike Zimmer, the short term is probably more important, but both are trying to keep their jobs and both have expiring contracts at the end of the 2020 season. So how do they get re-signed? They do that by winning games. That's the final question we have to ask about our Vikings. Off of a bad playoff loss, several coordinators leaving, non-existent cap space with 16 players, 30% of the roster unrestricted free agents. All that has some fans thinking 2020 will be the down year. True or not, that's not how Minnesota will build. There will not be a give up. Only an effort to keep this team competitive by any and every means possible. And that's what the owners, that's what Ziggy Wilk wants. Otherwise, Mike Zimmer wouldn't be here still. A 6-10 rebuilding year just won't be acceptable next year. If that happens, Zimmer is gone, Spielman probably gone, and maybe the Suns, Adam and Clint, maybe they stay on to coach. But for now... The goal is another playoff berth, the 2020 playoffs. 2019 version hasn't even ended. I'm already talking about it. Setting the bar high. The new coaches, they'll aim for the 2020 tournament. The old coaches, they're already thinking about how to get it done. The new players we acquire in free agency and the draft, they're coming here to get this team back into the playoffs. Back for another chance to win the ultimate prize, the Super Bowl. So deal with it. That's what's going down this offseason. We won't be moping or crying. We'll have our eyes set on 9 at 7 at worst, a wild card berth at least. And every hire, signing, draft pick that helps our favorite team achieve that goal will be here to cover it. And maybe we'll cover some XFL games too. Enjoy the last three games of the season, y'all. I know this season didn't end how we wanted it to. I know you got that bitter taste, but it was a fun year whether you want to admit it right now or not. Close games, exciting plays, and a playoff overtime victory. So stay with me and Skull Vikes.